Hey, you guys, ladies, fellas, welcome to the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Cam, co-host, Brandon. Uh, today, we're going to just get into our weekly uh, show, man, uh, discussing all things football uh, related. Uh, like I said, anything that's happening, we're going to get into it, man. We got a lot to talk about today. So um, before we get started, man, uh, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, we just want to thank God for this awesome opportunity that he's given us. Uh, it's a really awesome platform to be on, really awesome to be able to talk about stuff that we like Spent pretty much every day, but it's really cool to be able to do it like this as well. Uh, for all of you people who have been with us from the beginning or over time, we're so eternally grateful and thankful for your constant support, all the comments, subscriptions, likes, man. Thank you guys so much. And maybe for the person that's watching this video for the first time, trying to feel it out, trying to see... Check it out. Just be patient. I know some of these weekly videos can be a little bit longer, but because we want to go into great detail and we want to delve deeper, we don't want to just glaze over things. We want to be able to get into the nitty gritty details and really have good discussions and really just get into the meat and potatoes of what's going on. But I mean, I think you guys really like it. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, like I said, Check out all our content, man. We got a lot of it, man. But uh, first and foremost, man, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, man. Off the Ball Network, man, and uh, Bet US. Um, Off the Ball Network is one of the uh, best networks out there, man. They got a bunch of guys that know sports. Uh, we hop on and have these group discussions, man, on each other's podcast and stuff. So. Uh, everybody's in depth with what they talk about, man. Change of perspective on things sometimes when you talk to people of different, you know, ethnic groups and diff different things, you get a different perspective. Some people in different states and like different teams, so they follow their team a lot more. So you're like, oh, didn't even know that, you know. So, um, great network, man. Check them out, man. We got a link in our description, man. We we plug them in all our videos, so. Uh, check them out, man. They got people that follow basketball, people that follow baseball, man. So they got every sport that you could want. So check them out, man. And then Bet US, man, one of the oldest sports books out there, man. Uh, it's a new year. Check out uh, our uh, link in the description, man. They got great deals for you to start off, man. They will match. Uh, I want to say match all your uh, whatever you deposit. I think they'll match it for you. Uh, but they give you some free bets as well as a uh, as a, a entry level person, you know what I'm saying? So check it out, man. If you have uh, problems gambling, man, they will they have uh, things to help you with that too, man. So uh, check it out. It's a well rounded organization. Like I said, one of the oldest sports books out there. Almost thirty years in this uh, space that they're in, so they know what they're doing and. I think if you've been around that long, they you you could trust them, you know. So, uh, but uh, other things were everywhere, man. Uh, we are on all of the platforms that you can think of, man. Uh, obviously, YouTube. Uh, we're on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, man. We're on all the platforms that you can watch and listen to a podcast on. So, uh. Like I said, just type in Football Frame of Mind Podcast. We'll pop up, man. Even if you Google search us. I did that. We're everywhere. So you can't miss it, you know. Uh, but also, 
check out our store, man. Uh, still cold, man. Uh, the Chiefs game is going to be zero to negative. So, you know, be cool to see, uh, you know, football friend of mine podcast hoodie on there, man. You're going to need it. We ain't got no mittens or nothing. So you have to bring your own. But the hoodie is a good start. So check it out, man. And also leave some feedback on things uh, that we could change on it or things that we could add to the store, man. So link in the description, man. So check it out and let us know, man. And again, we appreciate all the feedback that we're getting, man. The comments on the shorts are <laughs> engaging. Uh, some are a little bit outlandish. But it's okay, because that's the response we're looking for, man. We want to have conversations with people watching our stuff. So uh, we appreciate all the subscribers, man. So without further ado, man, let's get into all this news, man. So you want to start with college or you want to start with the NFL? Because the NFL is popping too, man. I think we start with college because the college football season's over. So I think we can kind of touch base on that, and then we can get into all this playoff action and stuff too. All right, sounds good, sounds good, man. So, um, like I said, uh, at the time of this recording, man, the Michigan Wolverines are the national champs, man. So, unless they get some cheating scandals, that's going to stand. <laughs> uh, but, nah, nah, man, they they, they did their thing, man. Um, like, man, I've seen some, uh, some plays in that game. And I really thought, you know, Washington would have a chance in the game. Uh, to you know, at least exploit them down the field. You know, I thought Michael Penix would be able to kind of have a chance to throw the ball. Uh, his receivers, I thought, would would uh be able to get open. You know, because they had a really elite receiving core this year. So I felt like uh that he would have success, but. He didn't even have time to get the ball off, man. It was dudes in the backfield grabbing his jersey before he could even complete the the five-step drop, you know? He was dodging people in the backfield. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, a great performance, man. And, uh, you know, we're not talking about NFL right now, but this would be the perfect time for Jim Harbaugh to lead. Um, his goal was to restore Michigan football, and I think he did. I think he did exactly what he wanted to do. I feel like maybe it took longer than what he wanted it to do, but I think he did it. You know, he did exactly what he came to Michigan to do, and now it's time to get back to the to pro ball, man, because he can't act right when it comes to following the rules. He can't act right. He gets, anytime you get suspended for six games in one season – and your team still wins the national championship, you probably got a good team, and I think your team going to be good for a while. You know, y'all can milk this one for a minute. At least two recruiting cycles, they going to want to come there, you know. So uh, whoever replaces him, um, I forget the coach's name, but uh, he was the interim all year. So I think he could build a role anyway, and I think Michigan will be good. Uh, the Big Ten's definitely getting harder next year, so it's not like they're gonna be they're gonna be a team to beat, obviously. But it's a lot of teams that can beat them that are joining that conference. So interesting storyline, I guess, for the off season when we get into that type of talk, man. But 
it was a it was a it was a dominating game in my opinion, man. I don't really like I thought that uh Washington would make a comeback. I think it was 13 to 20 at one point of the game, but Michigan just decided, nah, we ain't playing. And they put the pedal to the metal, man, especially late in the game. So um tough loss by Washington, man, but that's okay because they're going in the history books as probably the last Pac-12 champion. And that's a good season, man. I think anytime you can win your conference, it's always a good thing. So uh, shout out to both teams, man. All the playoff teams really played. It's one of the best playoff uh, matchups that I've seen since it started, you know. Uh, every year it seemed like the semifinals was just kind of a whatever, you know. But this one was good. So the last one of the four uh, team format, I think it was a good one. And they got the right teams, man. You can't tell me that uh, Florida State was in there. It would have looked good. It wouldn't, you know. And Georgia getting in there would have probably been better, you know, than than us in some cases because – Georgia would have been, you know, Georgia would have been Georgia. They was gonna do what they was gonna do, you know what I'm saying? But when you look at the optics, you can't you can't not put the SEC champion in there. That's the toughest conference in college football. It just is, you know? And it's all in the proof of the pudding, man. I mean the NFL draft speaks on that. Who are all the players coming from? You know, the Southern the SEC, you know what I'm saying? Shoot, even uh, uh, the smaller Southern schools get players, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, ULL, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not, I'm not going to say Temple, Tulane, you know what I'm saying? SMU, like all them schools down there, you know, FIU, FAU, all them schools, the players that miss out on the – you know, D1, the top D1 schools, where do you think they go? Southern schools down there, you know what I'm saying? So I think it, it, it's going to be it's gonna be tough for anybody to crack this 12-team uh, this format uh, mm -hmm. without, you know, beating the SEC team, you know? It's going to be nasty, bro. Like, we're going to have at least four teams in there, at least. And a fifth team is even possible because – the arguments there, you know, because the SEC has a crazy schedule now, right? Strength of schedule. Yeah, like you can't, you nobody's gonna have a tougher strength of schedule than anybody coming out of the SEC. Anybody, like nobody. Especially now, nobody's gonna have an easy schedule coming out of there. The Big Ten's like that too, so it's really gonna be between those two conferences, man. So. They're going to be crying. We're going to have the same thing. We're going to have the same problem. Now, you're not going to keep out an a, a, a ACC team. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to do that. But you're going to have to probably go undefeated, you know, because it's going to be a two-loss SEC team that's going to have a better strength of schedule than you. And depending on what – team you lose to it's gonna be hard you're gonna have a problem too like you but you're not gonna be undefeated so you're gonna you don't have that argument you know but a two loss team is 
probably going to jump a one-loss Big 12 team or a one-loss ACC team. You know what I'm saying? You know, definitely an undefeated group of five. (laughs) They're going to definitely jump over them. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting, man. But like I said, national championship was good, but the storylines coming into the offseason – Going into spring and fall camp are going to be interesting. So, what you got, man? What what you think? I mean, I didn't expect it to go that way exactly. But at the same time, like I did say, like Michigan's way better up front than Washington. They have better athletes. They have bigger athletes. And they're just stronger. And they're known, especially in the last five years or so, for being really good on the offense and defensive line. So, I knew that that was going to make a difference. But, man, the secondary clamped up, and the pass rush did really good, and the offense did good enough, man. They freaking ran the ball really well. They scored points, and they didn't let it go. Like like you said, at one point it was like a seven-point game, but Michigan plays smash-mouth football. Uh, when they get ahead, they're going to try to put the nail in the coffin and put you down early. If they can do it, they will. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think they were the better team. I'm not going to say Washington didn't deserve it, but this is kind of showing a little bit of, like, SEC talk and Big Ten talk because it's like, yeah, y'all played really well and y'all beat some good teams. But at the same time, it's kind of reminding me of like even like before we had the playoff and you had some of these Pac-12 teams that would go undefeated and they find their way in the national championship like when Oregon played Auburn and Auburn freaking went bananas with Cam Newton. I mean, And there's no disrespect to them, but just the quality of athletes, the coaching staff, the culture, like there's a lot of things that go into that. And Washington was a really good team with good athletes, but they they just weren't good. They just didn't have enough. I think we said that a lot this season about like certain teams, like they just don't have enough. Like they're really good, but they just don't have enough. They had a Heisman quarterback. They had really good receivers. They had pretty good players on defense, but they just didn't have enough. Michigan's too big up front. Michigan's strong. Michigan's good in the trenches. And they're not afraid to just punch you in the mouth and just keep hitting you and hitting you and hitting you and hitting you. And, hitting you. and it, it just doesn't end. It's the same thing with how we said Georgia, like when they were going to go up in Florida State, are they going to stop? No. It's the same thing. So, I mean, kudos to Washington. I'm glad they won the Pac-12. And like we said, we don't know if they're just going to liquidate. They're going to change the name. I mean, it's looking like they're going to probably merge the Mountain West in some capacity. But the Pac-12 is pretty – it was skin and bones now. I mean, Stanford left, Cal left. I think the only two teams that are left are uh, Washington State and Oregon State. So I'm assuming they're either just going to merge with the Mountain West and keep the name, or they might just merge and keep the same name. They might just keep the Pac-12 alive in that retrospect. But, I mean, in regards to them, good season, just didn't have enough in the tank. And, hey, like you said, Michigan was down in the dumps for a long time. And to think about it, like his first five, six years, could not get through Ohio State. Denied, 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 denied. And we're all just like, man, like, man, you left the NFL for this? You was going to keep getting the door shut in your face. And it it didn't happen overnight, but it felt like the switch went off. And all of a sudden, they're like, damn, they're good. Damn, they beat Ohio State. Damn, they beat them again. Damn, they beat them again. And last year, they had that heartbreak at the TCU, which it still blows my mind. And then this year, dude, it's just like, yeah, their schedule may not have been the toughest, but they were way better than what their schedule showed for sure. And they showed it, man. They could have beat probably any of the four teams in that playoff. They could have probably ran the table on Texas. They could have blew out Florida State. Like they could have they're that good of a team. And I think uh I 
he's definitely going to the NFL, and I think he's left them in very good hands. Like you said, give them a couple of recruiting cycles as long as they maintain it and do what they have to do. They'll be uh, still a powerhouse in the Big Ten. But now that you're expanding four teams, it's definitely going to be a different landscape. And it's definitely going to be a bit harder. But I still think they're the favorite. I mean, Ohio State is doing really good in the portal and really good with recruiting right now. So maybe they make their way back next year. I mean, they got their quarterback of the future, Will Howard. And we'll see how the Big Ten looks. But as of right now, hey, congrats. And it was a good game. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, J.J. McCarthy's got one more year. I think so. I don't think he declared yet. I think he's a senior. Maybe no, I'm wrong. He's not a senior. No, he's not a senior. No. I guess he'll come back then if that's the case. Yeah, I think he's got another year left. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I haven't really heard his name in, like, the draft pick, like, top 10 quarterbacks because, I mean – I haven't I haven't heard his name in there, so that's why I'm assuming that he has uh, another year left, you know. But I mean, either way, like he's still gonna be a good quarterback, you know. Like he's he's definitely gonna they're gonna have to like build a system around him though. Like you can't just make him into like a a West Coast kind of quarterback, you know what I'm saying? You can't do that to him because he might not really respond to that, you know. But, I mean, he does know how to play under center. So, that's a good thing because a lot of people don't know how to do that. But he does know how to do that. So, I, I think he'll be all right. I think it's going to be a right fit, which is what drafting is. You know, it's right fit and circumstances, too. Because, you know, some people really aren't draft bust. they just in a really busted up situation, you know. Now, some people just plain out suck, and they just overhype them for real. But some people really go into, like, um, you know, bad situations. So, But mm-hmm. I think he's, he's going to be good, man. Like, I really like his his poise, man. Uh, to be, you know, going against an, an Alabama defense like that, and you're, like, at your – 11 no you're like one and a half or half yard line or something and then go all the way down the field and score like in a surgical manner like and not really look like the pressure is getting to you at all like and then you got um two nfl defensive ends coming at you too you know with braswell and and turner you know one's gonna be a top 15 draft pick so to have that coming at you and then the secondary, you know, with two first, probably first round cornerbacks, like, like, dude, like, it's nasty, man. That, that was that drive was sick. So, like, I, I was like, all right, hey, he, he he got it, man. He got his thing. So I, I was actually surprised, man, uh, that he kind of just stuck it to us like that. Cause I was like, all right, we gonna get after him or whatever. But it was like some things in that game that you know. Just really kind of mess mess with me a little bit in terms of um, in terms of what I seen how it was gonna go, you know. Like I said, when you when you have the ball and then you give it back, third and three and out turnovers and that, like your defense is gonna suffer no matter what it is. I don't care how good your defense is. So, uh, but like I said, man, I'm actually happy to see Michigan win. So now. 
uh, we can stop with the, you know, Ohio State's all good and everything. Not anymore. Like, it's a new king of the Big Ten. And uh, they showed it, man, like officially, you know. So I think it'd be all right, man. And then um, going over some other playoff teams, man, uh, Texas, man. Um, Texas was really good, man. Uh, I know they're coming to the SEC, and that's obviously going to be one of those big, you know, one of those big uh, changes for them. But I do feel like with Sarkeesian, man, it don't matter who's that quarterback. He going to make it work. He going to make it work, man. Like I said, I tell you all the time, it was two assistants of Nick Saban that I didn't want to leave because wherever they went, they was going to win. That was Kirby Smart and Sarkeesian because Sarkeesian made us almost undefensible, you know, um, because he could just scheme anybody. Najee Harris, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Devontae Smith. Like, he literally got the same player in Xavier Worthy. Like, bro, like, they literally play the same. I think Xavier might be a little bit faster, but, dude, the same player. Jet sweeps, motions, pivot routes, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then run them straight down the field on a go route against your safety, you know what I'm saying? Like, then you give them, like, jet sweeps and things like that, like wildcat plays. Like, I mean, he just uh, a savant, man. And obviously, Kirby Smart, you know, he was Nick Saban right-hand man everywhere, everywhere he's been. Uh, LSU, he might have been there with him. And Michigan State, that's how long it was. You know what I'm saying? That's how long Kirby been around Nick Saban. So I'm like, dude, everything Nick Saban know, Kirby know. You know? And now he's younger. So now he knows today's game along with uh, early 2000s, 90s football. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's, he's, a, he's a mastermind. So I definitely didn't want to see those two people uh leave but you see what they doing you know like i said man don't get me wrong lane was up there too lane was like one of my favorite assistants too uh and he's my odds on favorite for getting the alabama job once nick saban leave you know that so i'm all on the lane train i, I want to see him get it because it's gonna be wild up in there he gonna be talking crazy like <laughs> but like uh, old miss win though they winning it's not like he just talking smack and going for fourth downs and stuff like that. They winning though, you know. So I'm excited. I think uh, I think it'll be really cool um, to see him there, man. But uh, Texas was good too, man. Like I said, I think it'll be cool uh, to see them uh, to see what they do in the SEC, man. Out of the team, out of Oklahoma and Texas, I think Texas has the easier schedule. Um, but, you know, the team that nobody's talking about in the SEC, man, that if they have, like, the best season is Florida, right? If Florida somehow wins, like, if they get two losses, they in the playoff, dog. Yeah. 
We talked about this before the season even started. Like, depending on how everything plays out, like say if the SEC is a really high next year, like this year wasn't a down year, but kind of a down year. If next year's a high where you got like five, six teams that are like all fighting and competing, I'm sorry. They're, the, they're not going to vote to not put five in there. If they get an opportunity, they're going to put like five teams in. If there's a, If there's a way they can figure it out, They'll make it work. And, man, if they do that, you're going to have a lot of pissed off people. But, I, but I, you know something, like, I really like this 12-team, man, because a lot of these other teams, especially like teams you were talking about, those are going to be the teams that shine. Those are going to be the teams that surprise people. Those are going to be the teams that are upsetting maybe an SEC team, the ACC teams, the freaking Big Ten teams. I think, if anything, it's going to help benefit them as a whole because they get a lot more notoriety. They get to compete against bigger programs, meaning better publicity, better TV spots, things like that can help recruiting, coaching, all that good stuff. So I think it really is going to benefit the SEC, but I do think it's going to benefit a lot of those group of five and them smaller teams as well, especially recruiting and stuff. Yeah, I agree, man. I think it's going to be interesting, man. uh, because, like I said, if Florida win, if Florida loses just two games, they're gonna be in because their strength of schedule is crazy. They got so many teams, man. Especially later in the year, like that's gonna be tough, man. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, if Bill, if Billy Napier can pull off an eight and four season, I think with this schedule that they got right now, I think he's safe. But, you know, anything less than that, he's probably fired, man. But I think he's going to turn it around, man. You just got to give him another year. I've been saying that. They just had a rough start. Uh, as long as they have the quarterback position settled down and figured out, yeah, they've got talent everywhere else. They'll be fine. Yeah, DJ Lagway is like their big prize recruit. So, uh, I don't think uh, – I don't think Mertz is starting over him. Sometimes you just got to give the freshman the ball and just let them go. You know, you really don't have a time to be selective. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really try to start the 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 guy that has the experience. Sometimes you got to let somebody learn on the job, you know. Uh, you got to stick your feet in there, man. So, uh, but that that's pretty much it. That's all I got on college football, man. I'm kind of interested to see, you know, what this offseason kind of goes. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a good season, man. I mean, I, I was – I was uh, if I had to give my take on the season for Alabama, I'd say this was a, a B-minus, B-plus season, uh, considering, you know, that we damn near failed midterms. Uh, <laughs> losing to Texas and then not showing up against USF. Uh, I'd say we, we finished off the year with a B plus, man, because I, I didn't think this was a playoff team. I thought we had playoff uh, playoff defense, and it really was. Like, we really didn't have that many problems on defense this year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I figured the secondary would be our strength, and it was. You know, we didn't really give up too much crazy plays late in the season. Like, nobody really beat us in the air, you know. Uh, But, like I said, man, we got some coaching uh, changes like we spoke on before we got on here. Got to figure out what you're doing with defensive coordinator. 
Uh, then you got quarterback competition. You know, uh, what's going to happen with that? So, uh, but I expect the strength of the team to probably be the offensive line, man, because it's a lot of dudes that's getting up out of there. You know, especially Seth McLaughlin, man. If you see my short man, uh, I'm happy that he found a new spot um to go to he's going to Ohio State but I'm definitely glad he's gone uh because he was gonna have some trouble next year like starting again you know because you know everybody saw that all season so if you're the backup center or a person that's gonna play center maybe next year you like yo I'm better than him and I've been better than him so it was gonna be rough for him to crack that star lineup again, man. So it's best that he went somewhere else, start over new. Everybody kind of goes their separate ways. So I think it's good, man. So uh, I think one of the strengths of our team will probably be O-line and then uh, running back. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, defense is always kind of good, uh, except for when we have Pete Golden. <laughs> but – um, I think it'd be good. So the right person to just call the defense would be all right. But the quarterback, quarterback, coordinator, and uh, defensive line play. That's the third thing. Key to the offseason for me. What you got on LSU? What you think your three things that they got to fix uh, for next season? I kind of know one already. <laughs> Defensive line, offensive coordinator in the secondary. Everything else is good. All the other skill positions, the offensive line is really good. The linebackers are really good. You lose your two interior rushes to the draft. One of them should not have left because I don't feel like he really has a whole lot of collegiate experience. Teams are going to be drafting off of potential. But – all you need is an offensive coordinator, some better pass rush, and just better guys in the secondary. It's not – it's not, and we're getting another experienced guy back in Brian Burns. So, I mean, they'll be okay. They just need a good guy calling the plays, and they'll be solid. All right, no, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so that's really kind of our college football. Excuse Didn't me. Didn't have one more thing. No, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So – uh there was some news that was supposed to break during halftime of the national championship game. So if you guys know either of us personally, you know, we both love college football, we love pro football, we both love playing like old games and stuff. And we've talked about in the past, you know, we're ready, you know, we really wish they'd finally drop the new college football game. Well, it's been under speculation for the last couple of years. They've got things pushed back. The release for this new game on Next Gen was supposed to be July of 24. And they've been making a lot of strides. They have a lot of things coming out. A lot of really good news in regards to development and the things they're putting in the game. A lot of returning features. Groundbreaking stuff, especially compared to like what we had 10 years ago. There was supposed to be a release trailer. Pretty much like a teaser trailer for the game. EA went out of their way to say it's going to happen during halftime of the National Championship game. Did not happen. And you're having a lot of outrage online wondering, man, it's EA just pulling our leg again. Because a lot of these sources were credible. A lot of the things coming out were legit. So a lot of people are wondering, okay, are you guys even dropping this? 
Are you guys pushing it back again? EA is not making a really good case for themselves. We know they're not making it a copy paste from Madden. If you need more time, just say you need time. But don't have everybody on pins and needles waiting another six months trying to get a next-gen console if they don't already have one specifically for something that a lot of these people haven't gotten to, didn't even get to play at release the last time it came out, unlike me and you. We've been playing the same games for over a decade or so. And, uh, man, EA needs to figure out what they're doing, man. I mean, more, more than a decade, man. Shoot. I mean, I've been playing console War revamp for the last two or three years, if not like some of the older games me and you've been playing for a long time to yeah. suffice until we can get that that hunger fed again. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping they've got their act together, man, because you got a lot of people and a lot of places not very happy about this. And EA might be counting their days, especially like if this is like them pulling the rug up from under people. EA is going to really lose that licensing contract for sure. Yeah. They're already in question to lose that licensing contract with the NFL when it runs out. It, and especially if 2K gets a hold of that, that's a big deal. It's over. Which a lot of people don't want to happen. If that happens, they're not letting that go at all. But this is their last legit chance to make a statement. If they if they can hold a part to their end of the bargain and make a really good game, they're set. But this is not a good look, especially on a national audience that millions of people are watching, expecting to see this and it doesn't happen. It's not a good look. Do I think they'll deliver? Yes. But my opinion is very alarming, especially – from my perspective, an older college football fan that really just wants to play an updated game, not have to get updated roster files or have to do everything myself. It's getting a bit redundant at this point. But nonetheless, man, definitely concerning, to say the least. No, man, um, I, man, I completely forgot about uh, that. Honestly, I thought I was going to catch it. You know, you know how people record it on, like, X or Facebook or whatever, then you just kind of watch it like that. Uh, but I forgot about that. For real. I'm glad you said something because, uh, like I said, I am I am a person, you already know, that I don't like EA Sports at all. I think they, they just don't. They got lazy after they got the license. You know, we, we are... And I treat it like this. I use this analogy, right? So up until 2005, the football gaming market was fruitful, man. You had different games, different companies making NFL games, you know what I'm saying? Which is beyond me because the NFL would have made a bunch of money. I don't understand why they would give an exclusive license just to EA. It makes no sense. It's not like as a business person going to school for business, it doesn't make any sense. NFL gets a, a, a piece of the pie of any game that sells at that point. Any game. So if game, NFL game day sells, you know, 200,000 copies, they get a piece of that. You know, if NFL Blitz sells 100,000 copies. NFL gets a piece of that. You know, then you got Madden, then you got 2K, then you got other games that people have made over time. But they get a piece of all of that. So you're telling me that having a piece of all of these creations, you know, who everybody has different fan bases, 
isn't worth as much as having one conglomerate, right? You know, it makes no sense to me why they would give that up. You know what I'm saying? But they did, and the result of it has been bullcrap since 2006. Because since, actually, since, you know, that, since Madden was six dropped on the 360, bro. That's actually, actually no, no, 2005. Because people don't understand, 2K5 was such a good game. I still have it. But I half still play the it. price. For half the price of Madden. And mm-hmm. I played both of them. And I still have both of them. So I already know this game would have killed them. Because you look at foreshadowing. If anybody on here plays 2K, right? You know the difference between NBA Live and 2K, right? Now, don't get me wrong. There was a time when NBA Live was better than 2K, right? But it was only because of, um, I guess, the music or the things you could do. Like, it was simple. And people wanted a simpler, I guess you'd say a simpler basketball game, but a more complex football game. And that's what uh, 2K5, uh, Mm -hmm. NFL 2K5 gave you, a more complex, more deep dive of football. But NBA Live was a simpler NBA game, which is what people wanted at the time. Then you started to get this new age of people who want a deeper dive of franchise mode, which basically made 2K what it was. Then you add the fact that 2K was way more realistic when it comes to not only the deep dive, but the way the players look. Mm-hmm. And the way the animations as well. It made NBA Live extinct now. It's not a game anymore. You know what I'm saying? And as a person that plays, you know, all the sports games, like, that's pretty good, you know? And, you know, my last analogy of this is, like, we're we're wrestling fans too, right? And if you're a wrestling fan of, you know, in our fan base, you understand where I'm going. So before WWE bought WCW, the wrestling market was booming. You had WCW, you had WWE, the two best promotions in the world, right? And when you look at um, what WWE, WWE and WF or whatever turned into after the merger, it was bullcrap. And you know that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? After that, it was trash. You know that. Because they got lazy. Right? Yeah, not from a game perspective, though. I feel I mean, like the not, game not from a game good. perspective, yeah. but just from an overall product perspective, right? You know? It was trash. It wasn't really good because they were force-feeding you things, and you had no choice but to take it. Right? That's the same thing with EA Sports right now. You know, ever mm-hmm. since then, they've been force feeding you this this product and it hasn't been good. But because it's the only product on the market, people have continuously been able to buy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or have to buy it because that's the only way you get your fix in a sense. Right. But now fast forward to where we are now. Right. Everybody wants to say AEW isn't a threat to, to uh, WWE, but it is. Because it gave you an alternate to look at, 
something more to look at. Now, you still have Impact, TNA, all of that, right? But we're talking about the top dogs of it. So if 2K was to create an alternate, not even we're not even talking NFL license. We can say generic. We can say generic names, generic players. Nothing to do. Doesn't have to be simulation either. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Any type of any type of uh, alternate would change the game completely, and EA Sports would instantly lose money, like they already are with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's my point, man. If you're gonna make a video game and listen to the people that play it. It's not about what the NFL wants. It's about what the people that are buying wants. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get it. You want to change some things to make it more optic for, you know, the kids that play it. But, man, we see all the time that when players get hit, their helmet comes off. Okay? Like, look, you don't need to have the intricacies of a Madden 93 where the ambulance comes on the field. Like, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, that's not what I'm talking about. But the realism of a player getting hit really hard his helmet coming off is realistic. It's not nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much, you know what I'm saying? It's so much that they could do over the course of time that they just haven't done. And they've been lazy with it, man. I've seen things that worked in one year of Madden that they completely get away from just to add something that really has no value, you know? So I'm looking forward because I believe they extended their their license to 2026 or something like that. Once 2K announced that they were going to make a, a game that was – not to do with NFL, they're gonna make a football game. So they extended it. So I'm looking forward to them just not extending it with them. And I hope that the NFL and the NFL PA listen to this, you know, listen to the people talking about it, that it's okay to have competition, man. You don't have to really like it's more beneficial for the NFL to have more people making video games for the NFL. It's more beneficial. You know, you make way more money. I don't understand it. It makes no sense in terms of business. Why you would not make an alternate. You know what I'm saying? At least have competition. That's exactly what the NBA did. It was hell of people making NBA games. I mean, NBA shootout. You know what I'm saying? Um, you had NBA to Jam. Live, Jam. I mean, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So you had a bunch of people making it. And then... Uh, over the course of time, everybody start phasing out, and then you do, you know, like Macho Man Randy Savage said, the yeah. you know, it does, and that's where you end up with, you know, um, NBA uh, 2K and then uh, NBA Live, and then they fight it out for years, and then one just wins, right? But that's okay because they really haven't changed their formula for real, you know. It works. A deep dive franchise mode is what keeps people interested. Yeah, you got my player and all that stuff. But to have that, they really need to open this up, man. I'm looking forward to, I guess, college football. But anything to do with EA Sports, I know it's going to be half done. Or 75%. I know it's not going to be that. And the way Madden looks right now, 
It's just I, I have no faith in EA Sports. That's my thing. Like I have no faith because they just don't do right by the fans. It's always a money grab, man. So I just I just don't have no faith in it. So I'm kind of glad they didn't uh, drop the trailer. You know what I'm saying? Because after seeing GTA Six trailer, you gonna have to show me something because <laughs> ain't no way, ain't no way you gonna drop a college football game trailer and it not grasp my attention like GTA 6 did. Like, I don't even care that it's not coming out until 2025. I don't care. No, as this long year. as we it's get that. You know, that's what I'm saying. Six months. Like, right, so you're going you gonna to tell me that you don't have nothing to show us? Nothing? Like, yeah, at this point... Why I said it's concerning. Yeah, like, I get why you're concerned. Because I'm concerned, too, because we don't have nothing. You can't show us no pictures. You can't show us no. They're very hush hush about everything. Like a lot of these, a lot of these uh, reports have come from a pretty credible source. He's able to been able to confirm a lot of things, but I'm not sure why. Especially, don't promise it. You know how many people are watching the national championship game? College football fans are watching the national championship game. There's so many eyes on that television, waiting and waiting and waiting, and when that didn't happen. Oh, dude, you you messed up. I agree. I agree, man. I look, man. Like I said, I personally forgot about it, but that's because I wasn't looking forward to what EA Sports had to say. Like, I just don't. I don't. I don't really. I just don't have. I don't. I don't have no faith in them, man, because they failed my expectations for like, man. How long has it been, man? It's been like, you know, it's hit or miss with Madden. So it's been a long time since you had a really good one. What since like Madden Eleven? It's like the last really good one. And for me, it goes further than that. The last good Madden that I played that I enjoyed that I can actually put in the system and play right now was 09. And that yeah, was even, they, that was another game that had modes that they don't have anymore, like Madden moments and stuff like that that they don't yeah. do no more. Yeah, y'all thinking about y'all thinking about playing this. And then that was like eighty five percent done. But it was a good 85%. I'll give you that. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, but that was the last one that I really enjoyed playing. Now, everything after that was really good. And that's what people call the golden era of Madden. Uh, 04 to probably 08. You know what I'm saying? That was probably the golden era because you had you still had PS2 people and you had your Xbox 360 people. And I felt like the best game that they had on uh, Xbox 360 was probably was 07 probably or 08. Because yeah. 06 was just kind of a prototype. Oh, 06 was bad. Yeah, 06 <laughs> was just a prototype because mm -hmm. you still had PS2 games. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like you was really going to change much. 07 was the same thing, and you still had PS2 players. So I played more of 06 0506 07 on PS2. But 08 was a step forward. I thought it was really cool. That was one of the best game Maddens they had on there. And then 09 was cool. Uh it was cool. Like I said, was, to me it was like 85% done. And I'm just speaking from I'm speaking from a franchise point of view. So if you played anything else, play now, all that stuff, I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm a franchise guy, so I play that. Any game that has one, I play it because that's how I can gauge if you're really taking it serious or not. 
Because I know people in my age bracket, that's what they do. I don't do ultimate yeah. team because if a dude spend like a million dollars, he can have his team decked out in like a week. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, but from a franchise perspective, that was like probably the last one that I really enjoyed. Everything after that was hit or miss, man, to me anyway. You know what I'm saying? They made some strides in Madden this year, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. They did. But then you mess up the, the thing that I was looking forward to playing, and that was franchise mode because you messed up the the draft classes. I'm like, bro, dude, 6'8", 330 pounds. Why he look like a kicker? <laughs> like back in the day when you would play Madden and you make a player and you make him like stupid big, but you could make him like 99 speed. <laughs> yeah, but this dude is like, he looked like a kicker. Like I'm like, dude, I made this dude black for a reason. Why is he a white guy? And looks like a kicker. Don't have no arm pads. Don't have nothing. I was like, bro. So you telling me? And look, and here's we get into the NFL after this. But my thing is, after all of that, right? And I figured this was a problem, right? So I'm like, okay, cool, right? Maybe this is just the game, and they just. Maybe they just forgot about it. It's an oversight, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to play this for like a month and see if they fix it. A month mm -hmm. later, still the same. I'm like, all right, cool, 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 right? Maybe there's other things to fix. You know, optimism is pretty cool, right? Mm -hmm. Man, look, we are in playoff season, right? Still the same. Bro, I mean, people complained about franchise mode for like five years until they finally added the extra trade slots. They are not worried about that. <laughs> people complained about superstar mode since they changed it like a 10 years ago and just now tried to bring it back. And it's not the same. Trying is a perfect word. But that's the thing. People have been harassing them. Fans. People who have a big platform have been harassing them for years for those things. So the little minuscule things, oh, they're not worried about that. That's dust under the rug, bro. Man, look, but I mean, the only way to change it is for people not to buy it. Yeah, that's a bad thing, like you said. I guarantee you, if people stop buying it, bro, I guarantee you, they'll probably listen. But it's still some good sales, right? So I don't think they go. They not. They don't have a reason to change anything because people are still buying it. Like, oh man, we still got it. I'm like, look, I bought it, so I know it's more people just like me that's optimistic about it. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I only bought it for real. I only buy it at this point to play with my little brother. That's it. Cause my little brother be playing it, and I like to beat him all the time. So I think that's why they changed it though, cause sales have been down. A lot of people have stopped buying. I know. I know. And, you know, look, that's what happened in 05. When they tried to charge you, like... Xbox freaking charged half. Xbox and PS2, they charged freaking half of that game. What was it, like freaking $25, $30 when it dropped? Not well... It had to be like 50 or so. Well, yeah, it was like 50 And then they dropped it half price once they realized that 
2K5 was selling like oh, I was selling them for half the price. Cause That's what I'm saying. They were selling them for like 25, 30 bucks. Yeah, because uh, because 2K5 was like 19.99. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, and then Madden was like 49.99. But like, <laughs> like I got a cheaper option. <laughs> yeah, and then they dropped it to like 29.99 once they realized that 2K was outselling them. It still didn't change nothing because shoot, 2K 2K5 sold like um, I want to say a million copies. It was a better game, dude. It was deeper. Yeah, they sold, they the, sold the personalization of the game, whether it was franchise, you had your crib, you could you could rack up your trophies, Bro, get different achievements. That's the thing. It wasn't they like, wasn't done. That no. was literally that was literally a prototype. The other the games game. had it, but that was like the font like that, like the like 04 and 03 had elements of that, but 05 was like, okay, I'm putting this on the floor, I'm putting you guys on notice. Because, dude, you had so much control. You could customize stadium music. You could do players. You could do. You could play with historic teams. You could do multiplayer. You could do everything. Everything, man. Like, and, and then yeah, the halftime saying, show, man. the freaking ESPN, everything. That that's what I'm saying, dude. Like the golden era of EA Sports to me, when it comes to football, was 04 to 08. You know what I'm saying? And because I mean it was a simple game that they made like NFL head coach dog. Like people don't understand that that game was good, you know, like really good. You know, like it's simple. Like I it, it was so simple to me that it wouldn't be appealing to people like today. You know, like just being a head coach, calling your plays, drafting your players, doing that type of stuff. Like that's like strategy stuff is what I like to play. So for me, it was really good. Like it was cool. I could sit here for hours and draft and create plays and everything. The pace of it was slow, but it was something you could just play, you know, enjoy this, play this for a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Really invest in doing it. Then you add the fact that you had, um, Steve Sable, like, would talk to you about your achievements, you know. I, like, that was wild to me because, you know, I love NFL films. So Steve Sable's my guy, you know, rest in peace. But he was he was my guy, you know what I'm saying? And then you got people on a game like Mel Kuyper give you a pre-draft update, you know what I'm saying? Like, a legit one, you know what I'm saying? Like, such and such a player – this is this is a player. He might go first. He might go last. And it starts with Vince Young, Matt Liner, and Reggie Bush draft. And he talk about Mario Williams and all those guys. You know what I'm saying? That came out in that draft. They were really good. You know what I'm saying? So it gives you some options, man. So if you didn't know those players, you know them now, and it's easier to draft them, right? But at the mm -hmm. same time, that's a deep dive that they just don't have, man. And they don't go that deep no more. You know what I'm saying? So. That's that. That's my rant on on EA Sports, man. I really, really hate them guys, bro. And hate's a strong word, but I really do. Cause I'm like, yo, you got the world of college, of football, college football, whatever, you know, in your hands, and you just keep fumbling every year. Every no, he's year. intentionally fumbling it. 
like intentionally fumbling. Like you about to lose the game and you switch to the other team's side and make them go backwards so you won't lose. That's the <laughs> yeah, doing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what they do. So I yeah. said I'm not looking forward to it. My expectations are like low, low, low. Like I'm excited to get it back, but it's low to me, man. So I'm not looking forward to it, man. But I digress, man. Let's get into this NFL, man. So uh, the playoffs, man, are underway. Uh, we get some matchups this weekend, man, Saturday and Sunday, man. So, uh, But before we get into that, let's get, let's get into uh, Week 18. We got some games, bro. We got some games. Man, so uh, I, guess, I guess. I got a rant I want to go on after. I guess I'll start off with my Ravens, man. I mean, I'll start there. Like I said, last week I told y'all, I was like, I wasn't really – I didn't really care about this game because I knew Lamar Jackson probably wasn't going to play. Uh, So, you know, him losing, you know, is not really that big a deal for me because I'd rather go into it full strength, you know. But at the same time, you know, I I don't like sitting your starters, but I get it. I get it, but I just don't like it, you know what I'm saying? Because when you have a bye, it's like an extra week off that you're not taking no hits or nothing, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like you're already getting a first-round bye, so you ain't got to play, you know, this weekend. But now, you know, you're sitting your starters, and it's like, the Steelers and Browns and Texans and teams like that that are in the wild card just continue, you know, like continue taking hits, continue playing, and they're not really coming. So that's why they're coming in there hot, you know. So that's why I really, I really don't like sitting in starters, but I completely understand it. You know, I'd rather end up with Lamar Jackson playing than playing him. And ending up like uh, Dave, uh, not David Carr, but Derek Carr that year. You know, he got hurt before the playoffs and they lost. Or Tannehill getting hurt in practice before, you know, the game or whatever. So I get it, man. I just, I just, it makes me worry, you know, about my Ravens when it comes to that. But at the same time, they got home field advantage, advantage earned it. So the loss don't really affect anything. But, the Steelers, on the other hand, win the game <laughs> and are going to the playoffs, man. We talked about it last week. They had 10% chance. Or, yeah, we talked about it in our last episode. They had 10% chance to make the playoffs <laughs> coming in the last, this week. So I'm like, how is this even possible? <laughs> you know, like 10%? You know, that's like way, like whatever happened, happened. <laughs> and we said it'd take a lot of work. And it, it happened, man. And they in the playoffs, man. But we said this coming into the season that the AFC North was gonna be the toughest conference in or toughest division in football and pro football. So um the fact is that <laughs> all the teams could have made the playoffs, honestly. We we both said that. Yeah, like I, I said I said like if you could put all the teams in the playoffs. And keep a division out, <laughs> somebody would be mad. 
But that's okay <laughs> because every team was good this year. Man. I think it's the first year that every team in the division was a winning team, you know. And it sucks for the Bengals because, quite frankly, they have the best team out of every team in it, especially offensively anyway. You know, because you got Burrow, you got the receivers, you got Mixon. So, um, like I said, I felt like they had the better chance to to really get in. I thought it was just going to be three teams, for real, and I thought that the Browns, I thought the Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals would probably be those teams. But it turns out that's not the way it went. But like I said, toughest division in uh in football right now, man. And it's always really been like that. Like it's really never been a team that really dominated for real. Like the Ravens, mm-hmm. even with their good defenses back in the day, still had to struggle with, you know, Tony Banks and and Kyle Bowler and Chris Redman. Like you know, guys like that at quarterback, you're not winning. You're not, you're going to struggle to get to the playoffs with guys like that. When you got Carson Palmer and, uh, and Big Ben and, um, who's the other guy, man? I mean, the Browns struggled, but like, they weren't that, that wasn't irrelevant. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, but they always, one thing about the Browns, and, you know, I hate, they them. could stun you though. Yeah, one thing, like I said, everybody knows I hate the Browns. But at the same time, the Browns always gave a fight. Like, they would lose the game. But, boy, you had to fight through it. You had to fight through it, especially when Romeo Cornell was there. Because when he got to the Browns, he almost fixed them. He almost did, man. Only thing he was missing was quarterback. That was it. That was it, man. Only thing I think they was missing, man. Because they have some players, dog. Some players. Man, I mean, Braylon Edwards. I think you still have Kellen Winslow Jr. When Before he went crazy. Like he Josh Cribs. Yeah, Cribs. And that's just on offense, man. And then they stole, uh, I want to say, uh, Jamal Lewis. They stole him from us. So they got him. And then they got some other guys, man. Uh, I think I said Braylon Edwards, that receiver. So, yeah, they had him. Uh, so, I mean, on defense, you had Andre Davis, Kamarion Wembley. Like, I mean, these are guys that are really good, you know what I'm saying, that can really change your uh, your defense, man. So, they have some good players, man. So, the division's always been tough in my opinion. So, uh, But, yeah, that's kind of my – that was my, my take on that game, man. I, right I was – I wouldn't say I was uh, upset – because I figured that was going to happen. I knew Hundley was probably going to start. And even with him starting, it's, it still was close. <laughs> like, it still was close, man. Because the playoff game he started last year was close, wasn't it? When they played uh, the Bengals last year mm-hmm. in the playoffs and Hundley started. That game was pretty close, too. So, like, he's capable. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's good that, wanna... it's good that uh, you know, you got somebody that can play like Lamar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, I got a game we can talk about. Yeah. Now let's talk about rookie of the year. CJ Stroud comes back off of concussion protocol and leads his team to the playoffs with a ten and seven record. We're not even going to talk about the debacle that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bro. Uh, we both look. We're going to look. We're gonna say like cancel. We're gonna eat our crow because we both 
pick Jacksonville to – I don't even say we picked them to run away with it, but we were both consensus in saying, you know, we both feel strongly about Jacksonville. And for a while, man, they were playing freaking phenomenal. Like, considered to be like a top-four team in the AFC. In the last month or so, man, I don't know what's been going on with Doug Peterson, and obviously you've had some issues with Trevor Lawrence's health as well. But, man, Houston is the real deal. D'Amico Ryan's got them turned up. And, man, that rebuild, fast forward in like two or three years. C.J. Stroud is the key. Will Anderson was an awesome addition for that defense. He's that leader of the defense. But, man, C.J. Stroud, I said it, I said it, I said it. He was the most pro-ready guy from day one. Carolina should have listened. Tampa should have listened to Frank Reich when Frank Reich said he wanted to draft him. And he overruled him. And now they are regretting that. Man, Houston's playing really good. I'm not saying they're making a run to the AFC Championship game. I'm not saying that. But when me and you talk about dark horse teams and teams that are scary, Houston's scary. Because Stroud's got ice in his veins. He can make the throws. He can put his teams in position to win. And their defense is playing well. For sure. They've got a running game. They've got weapons to throw the ball to. Yeah, they don't have Tank Dell, but uh, they've got Nico Collins, man. They've got Dalton Schultz. They've got Devin Singletary. They've got Damian Pierce. They've got weapons. They can score points. They can move the ball, and their defense is respectable. Uh, I was really impressed, man. Uh, They didn't win by much, but a win is a win. It was a divisional win. You had Jacksonville lose, and you beat the only other team that was in your way. So kudos to D'Amico Ryans. Kudos to C.J. Stroud coming back for that game and playing lights out, man. 20 for 26, 264, and two touchdowns, man. He put lights out. He's poised. He's strong. Like, he has that it factor. Like, when you watch certain quarterbacks in the pocket just throwing the ball, like when you see Joe Burrow in one of those clutch moments where he's getting blitzed and he's standing in that pocket, you're going to make that throw, or he's got a roll. He's got it. He's got the team – playing way beyond expectations and I have good I'm confident for them going to the playoffs I don't I feel like they can get out of the wild card round we'll get into like the playoff matchups and stuff but like out of anything to take away this is probably the thing I was really impressed with about this weekend for sure okay now I was gonna get into that man how his uh his performance was spotless man uh no turnovers man pretty good uh completion percentage you know, so uh, but but I agree, man. This is the this is what the Texans wanted to do when they drafted uh, when they got a franchise. Uh, I feel like this is the rebuild that they wanted to do. You know, um, they they wanted <laughs> David Carr to be that guy, and for a minute, you know, people who sleep on Derek Carr, man, or David Carr. David Carr was good, man. He didn't have an offensive line. Yeah, man, he was getting killed. But, <laughs> he was. But, like, Joe Burrow's rookie year killed. Like, Bro, he was getting yeah. killed, man. Like, people don't understand that. And But my point is that this is the rebuild that they kind of wanted to do back yeah. then. You know, get a quarterback, get a, a uber defensive player, and uh, Mario Williams because Mario was nice, bro. He was nice. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, fill in the blanks with D'Amico Ryans, who is the coach right now. And then you got Andre Johnson, 
Yep. <laughs> Daniels. <sighs> People like that, right? But you know, like I said, over time, you know, you gotta figure it out. It was a tough, it was a tough division back then. You know what I'm saying? They really the rebuild was a lot harder back then because you mm-hmm. still had Peyton Manning, you still had the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Titans were still really good. So the rebuild was gonna be tough either way. But now with kind of an open playing field, the rebuild can really happen, man. And you were right, CJ Stroud was a better, you know, quarterback. Pro ready than Bryce Young, but you know I, I was you know I was under the impression that uh that Bryce would been okay. Just didn't know Carolina was that bad. Didn't know that. <laughs> didn't know that. Oh yeah, the Panthers are a dark horse to come out of the NFC South. <laughs> no, they not even a horse. They a donkey. Nah, all they got is the saddle, bro. They don't even have anything. Bro, they got the hooves. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. That's oh man. It's the man. Oh, that, I, man. I'll eat crow on that one, man. My bad. Dude, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I did not. I tried know. to tell you, bro. And you did. You was you trying to tell me I was wrong. I was complete and utterly a fool on that one, man. Jesus, I was mad, man. That team is. Ooh, that's a bad team, dog. I'm hey, I don't know. As bad as that take was, like as bad as that take was, there's a game to talk about that is screaming bad, even worse than that. And I think you know what game I'm talking about. Nah, man, you gotta tell you gotta tell me this one because I I gotta. And I am going to rain on Cam's parade for like the third or fourth week in a row about his Eagles pick who dropped oh. another game okay. to the Giants, the team that we have not talked about at all this year. I think it's really fitting to talk about the Giants right now. What do you have to say for your Super Bowl pick in the NFC? Okay, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'll give you some rebuttal, right? Just a little I know they said this, daughters, but... Yeah, yeah, like Mario to start the game, bro. Like I, I like dude, I'm not I'm not tripping off that for real. Cause you know Mariota ain't the ain't that deal, man. <laughs> like, bro, like off subject, but what a horrible draft at the top, bro. Jameis and Mariota. It wasn't a bad look at the time. I just don't think that either one of them went to the right places at all. But, I mean, if I had to think, if I had to pick one or the other based on their careers as a whole, I'm going with Jameis Winston. I'm sorry, Marcus Mariota, to say he was a Heisman Trophy winner, like, he has not shown me anything. Like, just... See, I don't know, man. I I actually, I actually... Besides his first couple of years, like, I haven't seen anything since that's like, yeah. I would actually, if I was the Tampa Bay, I would actually pick Mariota, man. I would have picked Mariota because thinking about it, you know, hindsight being 2020, I would have picked Mariota, man, uh, because if you Tampa Bay and you know that this guy played at Florida State, that's too damn close to where he was having all his problems. (laughs) (laughs) That's too close. That's way too close. This guy... Who's having trouble in college following the rules? You gonna put him right back in the same thing and give him some money? 
<laughs> no way. No way. I want to take, I'm going to take Mariota because he ain't even been to this part of the country for real. He don't know nobody here. He ain't really got in trouble. None of that. But you going to put him on Tennessee and they ain't got a lick of nothing. <laughs> They ain't even got yeah. any, they ain't No, that was still in the Chris Johnson era, wasn't it? Like at the very end? Yeah, at the very end, bro, when they was trying to figure it out. <laughs> bro, but that's not even a point. My point is, he done did all this cool stuff in college, and you're going to shrink the offense and not use him like they was using him in college? I mean, bro. Like, it makes no sense to me, man. The dude passed for, like, 50-something touchdowns. He had, like, 70 touchdowns he was responsible for. So you're telling me you can't make it go fast like he did in college? You can't make it fast? Like, bro, they completely ruined dude. So I feel like Tampa Bay should have drafted him, and maybe it would have turned out different. But putting Jameis Winston in the same environment the same thing that he was in college, and now give him some money. Dude was destined to fail. <laughs> he was destined. Are you are you still concerned? Like I, I don't think it was the fact that like they weren't sitting people, but are you still concerned for Philadelphia going into the playoffs? Like I know we're gonna get into our predictions, oh, yeah. but I mean it's still it's still I'm a big concerned. deal. Like that makes a, every win and loss makes a difference in seeding. And who you're gonna play? Like I still yeah, think dude. it's really concerning for them. Yeah, I'm still. Uh, yeah, I'm concerned. I, I, that didn't go nowhere. And honestly, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I got they didn't sit Jalen Hurts. No, Hurts is hurt. Did he? He had he that thing played. with his finger. That's what happened. He played. So yeah, I'm concerned. <laughs> That's how you lose to the Giants, <laughs> bro, man, dog. Talk about a tale of the tape, man. The Giants, man, <laughs> lose their starting quarterback, man. Pay him a bunch of money and then lose him for the season, and then Tyrod Taylor just goes on a on a freaking tear <laughs> late in the season. And DeVito, wasn't a Devito playing? Devito and then. Uh, DeVito and Tyrod Taylor go on a tear and you win a bunch of games. Like, tail of the season, man. But you know what? I'm actually curious about what Saquon did this year, though. I think he... I don't know what his statistics were. Uh, I can't he, imagine he, he had a thousand yards. He didn't get a thousand. He just missed it by like 40 yards. Okay, well, that's 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 that. That's but not that's bad still, to see the team struggle. But that's, still, I mean, but that's that's still bad though because you got an yeah. because you got an extra game. Like if this was if he got nine hundred and the old schedule, I'd be like okay. But the extra game to me, you know, like it gives you a chance to do things that other players didn't do. You know, it kind of waters down uh, records to me because you got an extra game and everything, but. Uh, the fact he didn't get a thousand, man, that I, I, that's, I ain't like that. But at the same time, man, good win for the Giants, man. I'm concerned about the Eagles. Don't get me wrong, man, because the same issues are affecting the thing. Now I get into, like I said, I get into the box score, man. 
Mm. I told you the box score to me is like the telltale of the flow of the game, you know. And to me, this is a team that still didn't wake up, man. They tried to the I mean the the first half was twenty four to nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, they just keep coming out flat. Like twenty four to nothing against the Giants, dog. Come on, man. You can't do that. It's still a rivalry game, man. And the Giants is still trying to play. Like, dude, they still got some talent on the Giants, man. Don't get me wrong. They still do have some talented players on the Giants. This is not a six and eleven team. I think this is an eleven and six team that just need a quarterback. To be honest with you, I think you can flip that record with better quarterback play. You know what I'm saying? They were still trying to figure it out with DeVito. And he went on a nice little run, you know, and Tyrod finished it off or whatever. But better quarterback play, the team wins 11 games again, you know. So, I don't know. But as far as the game itself, I mean, then they want to wake up at the end. But then you got uh, Mariota playing, you know, who really ain't played all season. So he coming in the game cold. He don't even have no games for real to even get into the rhythm of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So like it's just it's not a good look, man. And yeah, I'm worried about my Super Bowl pick. Uh because they just ain't played well, man. I mean, like I said, it's not that they're taking losses, man. Don't get me wrong. It's how lopsided the losses have been. I mean, losses to the Browns, that wasn't really close. Uh, then losses to the 49ers, that wasn't At home. At home. And then losses to the Cowboys, lost to the Cowboys, that wasn't close. And then, for real, if they didn't score at the end, the loss against the Cardinals wasn't really close. So, I mean – you know, not you know, not that not that much, man. So yeah, I'm concerned, most definitely, man. Not uh not the best performance, man. But like I said, I don't know. I don't know what the Eagles gonna do, man. I'm just hoping at least they can make it out the first round, maybe. Man, look, we can get into that right now because well, that's a trap game. Look, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, man, before we get into that. All right, so look. Remember we talked about our last game that we was going over the preview. I said the Raiders and the Broncos would be able to tell you what offseason plans they're going to do. So the Raiders won, you know, in convincing fashion. Now, don't get me wrong, Russ didn't play, but I really don't think he would have well, made it. They didn't put the whooping on them. Like, they played really good. So my thing is, man, I think Anthony Pierce bought him a year at least. At least. Like I Maybe. wouldn't sign I wouldn't sign him to nothing but a two year contract. If I was gonna sign him, I would sign him to a two year contract. You know? So it's not like you still paying him if it doesn't work, you know? Like you you know, it doesn't really go crazy like these crazy buyouts that they have in college football. Like you pay him and then, you know, let him just grow a little bit. And it's not it's not a lose it's not a lose lose situation, right? You know, it doesn't work out. You bring in somebody else, whatever. But I think he bought him. I think he should be the head coach, man. I don't think I don't think you you can justify not bringing him in, man. So like, when when did when did he get the job or the interim status? 
That was early in the season. That, that was maybe not even at the halfway point, maybe. Was that after the Lions game? Or after? I think it was one of them losses that they just. It wasn't, yeah, I think it, wasn't, it was. I think it was, it was the Lions game, right? So this guy won. I mean, the Giants. That's not really a game for real. But they beat the Giants. If if he got the job after uh, the the Lions lost, right, which was embarrassing on national television, like they literally had that game won, and it was completely horrible after that. So, uh, but you beat the Giants, which is not really, that's not really an easy game. Because like I said, the Giants still have talent, just no quarterback, right? So then the Jets, kind of in the same thing. Great team, bad quarterback, right? So they beat them. So he 2-0 as an NL. And then you hold the Dolphins to 20 points. The team that scored 70 early in the season. So 20 points, you know. So that's effort to me, right? And the Chiefs kind of put it on them, but that's the Chiefs, right? You kind of expect that. But, I mean, the defense is playing out of their mind. Like, out of their mind. You know, out of all of these games, it's one consistent thing. That the defense is playing out of their mind, right? Like, all the games that he's been in the interim, they give up six points, 12. I mean, 13, I mean, 20 to the uh, to the uh, Dolphins. You have 31 to the Chiefs, right? You give up three points to the Vikings and lose three to nothing. So, technically, you gave up no touchdown. You hold the Chargers to 21. Then you play the Chiefs again and hold them to 14. The Colts only got 23 on you. And then the Broncos, uh, you hold them to 14. So, like, that's that's crazy defense to me compared to how they were playing before he got there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just apples and oranges compared to how they playing. And I feel like that alone earned him the, the job, in my opinion. Like, okay, if you have a chance to get Jim Harbaugh, okay, because I feel like he's he's what you call a blender coach to me because he can blend with any type of roster. I mean, you got them smoking blacks in the in the you got them smoking blacks in the in the locker room listening to Chief Keep. I'm pretty sure Jim Harbaugh can lend he can blend in with that. <laughs> because he's a he's a coach, he's a player's coach. So I feel like he could do that. But if you can't get Jim Harbaugh, I think you stay with with uh, Antonio Pierce, man, man, because mm-hmm. it's it's like some games, man. Like, dude, and they got a good defense, man. So if they can, and for real, they had a good defense all year, honestly, man. Like, there's some games in here that weren't close, but I mean, like, you wouldn't play you wouldn't play that hard if you knew your offense couldn't score either. You know, you would you would you feel kind of bad too. Like, okay, here we go again. Like we've been dominating them all game, and we can't score. You get depressed too. You know, so it's some games like that, right? So you already know how uh, Devonte Adams feels sometimes. It's like, dang, I can't even get the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't even get the ball. I'm wide open. 
So I would feel like that too. But I feel like there's only really two options for their their coach, man. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and Antonio Pierce. That's my whole thing. I'm for it. I want him to mm-hmm. do it because it looks really good, man. My thing. Mm-hmm. Well, but let's get into our uh, official predictions. Yeah, we get into the uh, playoff now, man. Like this is this is where it's at. So I'm looking forward to it, man. So the first matchup that I want to see, man. As I'm trying to scroll through my roller deck, are we uh are we gonna keep a uh we're gonna see who has a better prediction uh thing at the end of everything or what? We're gonna see who uh gets more wins and losses. Uh, I mean we can, but you know I will forget. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm gonna keep track. I can do it. I think that'll right. be fun. All right, yeah, we can do that because I forget. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, nah, man, yeah. I pick like nah, I picked the Packers to win. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bro. We can we can run through these games, and I'll go back and uh, we'll keep track to where when the end comes, we can kind of be like, oh well, and we could do this like every year and so on. So that'd be cool. All right, no, no, that's cool. Let's do it. Uh, all right, so, so NFC or NF- AFC? Uh, NFC, AFC. All right, so. All right, so AFC, uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins over the Chiefs in negative weather. I'm going to go with them. Uh, Bills and Steelers, where is the game at? Orchard Park. I wish I could see. It's probably yeah. It's probably the Bills Stadium because they got the division. Yeah, they won the division. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, man, the Steelers. That's a a cool matchup. Like that's low key like a good matchup. Oh man. But I think the difference is probably quarterback play though. Yeah. Because the Steelers don't even have anybody really. Man, but the Steelers are on a roll, man. The Watts out too. Yeah, watch out, and they got Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Yeah, I picked the Bills. They gonna have to. They gonna have to prove me wrong. So I got the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, they gotta prove me wrong. So I got the Dolphins. You got the Chiefs and the Bills so far, right? Or are you picking no, no, the Dolphins? No, no, no. Dolphins, 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 Dolphins. Okay. Bills. Oh, man, Browns and Texans. Jesus. Oh man. <laughs> hey, they got some good games early, bro. Oh, like, man. It's- oh man. Gosh, the Browns got a good defense. They got, they got playoff Joe, bro. Yeah, man, I can't pick. I can't pick. Uh, I can't pick against Joe Flacco. Not against no rookie. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick the Browns, man. I don't want to, but I'm gonna pick the Browns, man. Because, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I like I like uh, C.J. Stroud, man. But it's a different beast. And mm-hmm. the Browns have a really good defense, and they gonna get after him. He ain't gonna be comfortable like it looks like he was against the the Colts. It looked like he was too comfortable to me, you know. Because quarterback getting pressure, like a young quarterback not getting pressure, is like almost him playing in college. So the playoffs, I think they're gonna get after him, man. So uh, and Joe Flacco, you know, he he and bro, he he's just averse to pressure. Like it don't matter to him. Dog. Like I seen some online the other day. Like, 
he going against uh they say he's going against prime not well sort of prime Ray Lewis and prime Ed Reed and Steelers with Troy Palomalu and all their people with all the people on uh the Bengals and everything like you going against these people every year for like nine seasons you think you scared <laughs> of anybody no no <laughs> no so Nah, bro. I, I got the Browns, man. So that's my AFC pick, man. The Browns, okay. Dolphins, and Bills, man. So if I had to get into the NFC, <laughs> this is the fun. <laughs> we both said the same thing. <laughs> this is where it gets fun, man. All right, so all right, so man, you got the Packers, man, against the Cowboys, right? If Aaron Rodgers was on the Packers. This would be an easy pick because I know he was slicing dice the Cowboys like no matter what. But Jordan Love, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I really, I really don't know. Like, what did what did they do in his last game that'll make me feel comfortable picking? They beat the Bears. No, nah, I think. <clears throat> no, they played the Bears. The Bears? Yeah, they didn't. They won. I thought that was. Okay, never mind. You're right. You're right. You're right. That was a bear. That was a bear. So, what are they doing this last game that make me think that they can beat the Cowboys? Damn. Jordan Love. uh, He went off, man. He went off. He did. So, what? Aaron Jones was over 100 yards, too. Yeah, man. I know it's the Bears, but still. Bears got a pretty cool defense, though, too, man. They they have an underrated defense, man. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That is tough for me, man. I'm going to come back to that game. I'm going to come back to that one. I don't know. All right. All right. So, Rams and the Lions. All right. So, this is being played. Jesus, okay, God damn. In Detroit, another first one. time in like 30 years. This is another <laughs> one, because Stafford's literally coming back to Detroit, so I don't know if he's going to really want to lose this game to them. Okay. Oh, dude, he would be. <laughs> okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to come back to this. Okay, <laughs> so we got the Eagles at Tampa. Okay, Eagles at Tampa. This is the trap game I was talking about. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> It's a tough game, man. It's a tough game too, man. But I ain't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> it's a last game. I can't you opting out. You already you <laughs> ran right through the AFC, but the NFC's like oof, oof. Know, oh dang, I can't go nowhere. <laughs> okay, all right. So I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna pick the Eagles because I want to stay with my Super Bowl pick uh, from the NFC. Uh, okay. But I got the Eagles, and this was bad. I think the Eagles uh, have. They got way more talent than the Buccaneers, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Buccaneers beat them because the Buccaneers are coming into it kind of hot, man. Are they the the NFC North, NFC South? They won the division, yeah. Right, so, yeah. And And it's in Tampa, too. Oh, it's in Tampa. Oh, that's right, because the Eagles didn't win the division. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's a difference maker. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll still pick. I'll pick the Eagles, man. I want to see my Super Bowl pick burn up in flames. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but this is a good one. Uh, the Rams and the Lions, man. So I'm actually gonna go with the Lions, man. Uh, because well, let me think about it. Let me think about this one. I got to, <laughs> let me see. Let me see. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I was now thinking the Lions, and then something popped in my head about Stafford. So Stafford's coming back to Detroit, you know, a place that he had some success there, some failures and success, which I think makes the best player in a sense. So um, the Rams, man, man, like never, I didn't even think they were going to be a playoff team in my opinion. Neither one of us thought that. So they got some players, man. Um, you know what? I'm a I'm a pick with my heart this time and not with my brain. I'm a pick with my heart this time. And I want the Lions to win. So I'm a pick the Lions. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I'm a pick I want okay. the Lions to win because I really want to see that. All right. So I could be a this Cowboys hater and pick the Packers just based off because I hate the Cowboys. But I don't know, man. Dude, like the Cowboys are actually like, like I'm Cowboys usually really good. They're actually good, dude. They're yeah. like low key, like good. Yeah, and I just want Dak to just do Dak things in the playoffs and just because, like, if he has another year of not doing Dak things, like I don't know what the dialogue is going to be in the off season. Let's just say that. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys because I think they just have way more talent mm-hmm. than the Packers. And Jordan Love is in his first playoff game, so it's really no telling what kind Up of game he's gonna play. So I'm gonna pick. Excuse me. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys just because they got more talent. Um, but we'll see, man. Cowboys really don't play very well against uh, the Packers in the playoffs. That. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of fact. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Packers. No, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. That's my pick. Okay. So, let's let's review. So, in the AFC, you've got the Dolphins upsetting the Chiefs. Yeah. We've got Buffalo winning their home game against Pittsburgh, who just squeaked in. Yeah. We've got playoff Joe. Ending the hot streak of the Houston Texans, and he's going to keep his playoff hopes alive. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the NFC, we've got the Eagles finally getting their act together and winning a probably high stakes game with the Buccaneers here in the wild card round. All right. We've so got. Hold on, hold on. Go back, go back to the. Uh, so the Eagles and Bucks. If the, if, so who got to play the Ravens in the next round? It'll be the lowest seed, right? Oh no! I think it's the winner. I think it's the winner of the Browns and Texans game. Maybe I'm wrong, but you might be right. I'm not sure. So if it's the lowest seed, if it goes to the lowest seed, then the Steelers win. We'll play the Steelers. I like that matchup more than I like the Texans or Browns. Well, but you didn't even pick them to win that game, huh? No, but I'm you didn't saying, even pick the Steelers. Oh, I'm okay. Saying, I was just saying, who would we play if? Okay. You know, yeah. But. So you've got Philly beating Tampa at home. 
Yeah. You've got Detroit winning the first playoff game in God knows how long against a returning Matthew. It's pretty much a return of the trade from like 2019, pretty much. Uh, and then we've got Dallas beating Green Bay. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to. Oh, man, that's. It's fun being on the spot. Uh, so if I go AFC, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go in the same order you picked your games. Uh, Miami at Kansas City, <clears throat> still a good game, nonetheless. Kansas City's Kansas City. Everybody knows who they are. Everybody knows what their identity is. <clears throat> but Miami, obviously, they take that loss in Week 18. I don't think it's gonna affect them. I think any game in Arrowhead is going to be a good game regardless. But, man, I just – I'm going to be the one to be the hater, like, just like you are. I'm picking Miami, dude. If there's going to be a year that's not going to be Kansas City's year, this year is that year. I'm going Miami. They're going to get the upset. They're going to beat Kansas City. They're going to move into the second round. Uh, if I'm going to go with the second game, you got Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I'm not going to go crazy into this one. Pittsburgh's a good team, but, man, they've got Mason Rudolph at their quarterback, and probably – not probably. Their best player on defense is out. He's not playing. I'm picking Buffalo, and it's in Buffalo. I'm giving the Bills the edge in this one. Yeah, me too. So we've got Cleveland and Houston. One of the best matchups, in my opinion, just with a, a mixture of youth – and veteran play, you've got the veteran Super Bowl, former Super Bowl champion, Joe, not Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco, playing the rookie, overachieving C.J. Stroud. Man, uh, Cleveland's got a really good defense. They've got good weapons on offense. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, Cleveland beat them earlier in the season. Stroud didn't play that game. And a lot of that, Cleveland had to work really hard to beat them. They needed Amari Cooper to have a crazy game. I'm going against the norm. I'm picking Houston. I think the hot streak ends for Cleveland. I'm, I'm picking Houston to go to the divisional round. Well, I hope they do because that means they'll go to play the Ravens. And then, okay. and then that's what I need. Hey, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep like y'all slept on Tennessee. <laughs> Bro. Dude, man, don't even get me started on that one, man. That was horrible. That was that was rough, man. <laughs> that was a rough one, man. I'm but, gonna, but we had so much, so much hype. Man, it was too much, man. We peaked like week 14 that, that year. And then after that, it was just like, eh, whatever, you know? And I felt like we had way too much confidence going into that game. And that was it, man. Uh, we ended up losing, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, I got the uh, before you finish, I, I got the uh, playoff bracket. So it's looking like uh, uh, the winner of the Bills and Steelers and the Dolphins and Chiefs play each other, right? Mm -hmm. And then the Ravens get the winner of the Texans and Browns. Mm -hmm. Trats. Okay. <laughs> so the only team I picked different than you so far, I picked Houston instead of Cleveland. Now, if I'm going to go to the NFC, mm. 
I'm going to stay on the not-so-popular opinion. I've got Tampa beating Philly. I no, think Tampa – my Super Bowl pick to burn up. That's what you want. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but, man, I just think Baker, like, I think Baker has got something to prove, man. I think Tampa's not playing bad football at all. And I think they're another one of those teams that is really scary. They're really talented on both sides of the ball. All the skill positions, they're deep. Uh, and I just, I'm just not sold on what Philly – I don't know if Philly's going to be able to turn that light switch on. And if Philly comes out flat against Tampa like they've been coming out against some of these other teams like the Niners and whoever else, Tampa will win this game. If the Eagles do not figure it out and don't, if they come out flat, that's over with. So, yeah. Last year's NFC representative. No, I've got Tampa winning this game at home. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't have a problem with that pick, man. I, I'm actually on the fence about it too, but I'm trying to keep my Super Bowl pick alive and well. So they need just as much uh, positive reinforcement as they can get because this could get bad. And this like Baker's return to the playoffs in a while. So uh, exactly. And should they win this game, he's gonna get. Oh, he's gonna get paid. Yeah, yes, sir. So you know the lingo: <laughs> win, you get paid, and he's gonna get paid. So he got a chip on his shoulder too. So I can expect this to get real ugly if they if they if they win this game. He's gonna be talking all stuff, and he's gonna be able to shut him up. So uh, Eagles mm-hmm. better win because he ain't gonna shut up. I'm going to save the best game for last. I'm going to pick Dallas and uh, Green Bay game. Uh, I think Green Bay is really good too, man. Uh, it's all going to really come down to if Green Bay's defense shows up, but mostly it's going to it's gonna depend on if Jordan Love gets scared of the lights or if he stands in the moment and plays really well. Because when he stood in the pocket and really made throws, man, he's had a pretty good year nonetheless. Uh, but – Dallas, statistically, man, has been a really good team. They've lost some games here and there. But I just think Dallas might have too much, man. They're, they're playing good football. Dak isn't turning the ball over. He's playing really well. Like, I would like to see the Packers win this game. If I'm going to go with my gut, I'm picking Dallas. And it's in Dallas, I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one, unfortunately. Uh, I, I would much rather see the Packers to win, but if I'm going to go with my knowledge, I'm going with Dallas. Okay, no, I get that. I get that. I mean, I I just think man, Jordan Love is still so inconsistent, man. Like that's what I mean. He's he's good. He's a good quarterback, man. He really is, dog. Uh, he can give you he can give you three hundred and fifty passing, and look like the next coming of Aaron Rodgers, right? And then some some games, man, he give you one hundred and twenty five passing yards. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, where did you come from? <laughs> you know, so it's a tough one, man. But uh, I I can think I think the Cowboys will win too. And uh, save the best one for last, man. You got the Rams at Detroit. You got Sean McVay against Dan Campbell. You've got the return of the swap. You've got Matthew Stafford going back to the original team who drafted him. Two. Facing against Jared Goff, who, man, like, you're high on him. I'm high on him. I think Jared Goff has really silenced a lot of his haters because, honestly, like, when he was in L.A., I wasn't sold on him. I wasn't. You know, they made it to the Super Bowl. He played well, but it wasn't until he had to face some of that adversity and go into a situation with Detroit that was really not a good situation. 
But Dan Campbell's really turned it around. They're, they're, he's got them boys believing. But you have to give the Rams credit where it's due. They've stepped it up. Nakua, I mean, even with Cut being out, like, he's balled out. They've ran the ball well with Kyron Williams. Their defense hasn't played that bad. They fought to get here, and they're going to fight to try to win this game. Stafford's going to want to win this game. Although he might love Detroit, I don't think he wants to be the first quarterback. I don't think he wants to be the quarterback who gets that L to Detroit, especially their first playoff win in God knows how long. Gonna, so I think this gonna is going to be, be a, a – I mean, It's going to be a shootout. In my opinion, I think they, these guys are going to duel it out. But I, I can't, like – I can't go against Detroit, dude. I can't. Not just because I like them, but they're playing really good ball. They had a questionable loss recently. I And it's in Detroit. That's going to be rocking, bro. That thing's going to be rocking like an AFC champ, an NFC championship game. Like, they're coming to play. I think Dan, Dan Campbell's got a lot to prove. I think Jared Goff's got a lot to prove. The Rams are good, but I just think the Lions have too much. So I'm picking Detroit at home to move into the next round. No, I agree, man. This was going to be good because they both want to show what they can do. Stafford want to show that Stafford probably wants to win another Super Bowl, honestly, Mm -hmm. because his Hall of Fame case needs some more jury on it. And I, I think the Pro Bowls is done. I don't think he'll make another Pro Bowl if they even vote for Pro Bowls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now. But I think he needs some more jury on his resume to really solidify himself as a as a Hall of Famer. Uh, so I think he wants to to try and get another Super Bowl. So it starts in this game, but I just think Jared Goff. Is turning the corner. I think he want to show the Rams that hey, uh, all I needed was some time, and I'm gonna figure it out. You know, and he did, and he did. You know, because the last two seasons after this, well, three seasons, yeah, last three seasons have been all pro level. You know, like he's he was good last year, and they like we said before the season, it was like. They came into this season with a lot of momentum. Like, nobody was talking about the Lions for real uh, coming into last season. But after the season ended, you know, last year, they was talking about them. Like, yo, they here. And a lot more eyes on you. And, you know, people sometimes can't rise to the occasion. But he has, man. And he's been good. Damn good. So... That's why I'm going with them, man. It's just a, a it's an energy around Detroit right now. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's, it's one of those things when you just know that it's something you can't put your finger on, you can't describe it. I it's know. even like, for instance, like when the Saints won the Super Bowl, like the Colts were questionably even the better team, and they had the Vikings and all, but something was just different. You just see it, yeah, just man. like with the Trump, you feel it. Yeah, like that. It's a it's a different feel, man. It's like. It's like when my, my Cardinals in baseball won the World Series in, in 11. Like, you could just feel it. Like, everything was bouncing our way. You know, mm-hmm. late sec, late inning hits, home runs, pitchers just, you know, like they going crazy. 
And, and, you know, Detroit needs something to cheer about, man, because their other teams aren't doing very well. I don't think the Red Wings are doing – and we're talking about the four major sports. I don't think the Red Wings are doing good in hockey. Uh, the Detroit Tigers aren't good in baseball. And the Pistons are definitely not. The Pistons are like garbage, utter garbage. <laughs> like, bro, they are terrible, bro, terrible. Oh, my God. Like, bro. And what's crazy is they losing all these games. And they not even going to be, like, locked in for the number one overall pick. That's what's crazy. Yeah, that's the bad thing. You could get into the lottery and fall to, like, the fifth or sixth pick. And yeah, that makes the difference in your whole mm – -hmm. And you're going to get, like, <laughs> the worst player <laughs> in the lottery because <laughs> everybody else going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna do the same thing next year. <laughs> Until you get a hit, I guess. I guess so, man. So whoever their coach is, bro, he's probably not even gonna be there next year. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, but Detroit needs something to cheer about, man. Why not with the team that struggled throughout the new millennium the most, you know? Like because the Red Wings and hockey, I don't think they were bad in the 2000s. And the Pistons won a championship in the 2000s. And mm -hmm. Detroit went to two World Series in the 2000 and 2010. So, yeah. So, they went to the World Series in 06, and then 13 they went, or 12 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, they've had success. So, the only team that really ain't done nothing is the Lions, you know, because the 2000s was pretty bad for them. <laughs> Very much so. So I, I think it'd be all right, man. I think it'd be all right. So, uh, but yeah, good picks, man. Good picks. I can't, I can't disagree with you, man. That's some good picks, man. So we'll see, man. Uh, so before we get up out of here, I want to talk about uh, what we call this Black Monday. All right, Black Monday for people to understand is the first Monday after the regular season ends and where all the coaches get their walking papers. All right. So I want to talk about a couple coaches that got their walking papers, right? So we had a couple coaches get their walking papers in the middle of the season. So we already talked about Josh McDaniels. Uh he's gone early in the season, so that's pretty much done. But I want to talk about uh, Mike Babel, uh getting fired from uh, Tennessee. I thought that was the wrong move, um, but I think it was best for both parties because I feel like they wanted to uh, go in a different direction, and they really didn't surround Derrick Henry with anything, and I think he's a free agent, I want to say this year, or maybe or something like that. But he's not playing in Tennessee next year, that's for sure. Uh, so oh no, he's gone. Yeah, so I I I don't think he's playing there next year. So it's interesting to see what they do. Um, I have no idea, man. Um, but that was interesting for me. Uh, I'm interested to see if he takes a year off or jumps right back into another job because I think he has some energy left. I think yeah. I think whatever happens with Bill is going to shape what happens with the rest of the league. Because if Bill, if somehow Bill stays in New England, which I don't know if it's going to happen, yeah. then it might not be a 
crazy. But if for some, but if Robert Kraft says, you know what, we need to move on. If Bill leaves and he goes somewhere else, like say Carolina, where Washington, wherever he's gonna go, that's gonna really change everything. Because if Bill leaves, I think Mike Vrabel might get an interview to go back to Foxborough for sure. I think he's definitely one of the names I think they're gonna have in the hat besides uh Oh, one of our assistant coaches that used to be one of uh players, I forget his name, but his his name's been floating around. Oh as well, I forget. But I don't know. That's definitely interesting. I, I like um I like Vabro there. It's uh it's it's a more it's a cooler Patriots way. You know? Mm-hmm. He played there, he coached there, so he gets it. But he's more hip than Bill was, you know, or Bill is, you know. So he's going to demand that the team plays. And he's inheriting a good defense, man. That defense is really good. So it's not like uh, it's not like they're not going to be good. They are good, good on defense. So, and, you know, uh, I think it'd be all right. I wouldn't be mad if he went there, you know. And I think, you know, if Bill's in the market, man, if he's not done coaching, which I wouldn't be surprised if he retired, mm-hmm. bro. I, I, wouldn't I don't think he is. I don't think, I think so either. I don't think so either, but he's won so much. Yeah. Like, I think, but he wants to prove like Tom did when he left. I think Bill wants to prove that he doesn't need Tom to win. Like, there's been a lot of spe- – like I, like I said, I agree with you. But I just – Bill's so competitive – like, I could see him going somewhere. He's like, okay, like, I know it won't happen overnight, but I know I can get it done faster here than somewhere else. Like, there's been, like, three teams I keep hearing. I've been hearing Washington as a potential team. I know you said the enemy to Atlanta, but I've been hearing Atlanta as a possible suitor, and I've been hearing Carolina per my sources. Okay, uh... Out of all those three, I'd say. I'd probably I'd say the say, Commanders. I'd say Atlanta. You think? Yeah, I'd say Atlanta. Uh, because. I'd say Atlanta because they got a lot more talent than everybody else. Like, going to Carolina, it has to be. It, it has to be somebody either internally or it has to be somebody coming from college because nobody's going to go there knowing that they're on the shortest leash possible. Like this is not just, this is not just a, 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 a bad team. This is a complete rebuild. Like they are literally almost as bad as they were when they were expansion team. We're talking Chris Winkie at quarterback, bro. One in yeah. 15. Like they are that bad. So the t- person coming in here is literally going to have to start from complete scratch, like zero. Like, okay, we got Bryce, right? Let's see if he can play. Let's try it. Like, you're literally going to have to build through Bryce, right? Because that's all you have. Like, and I hate to say it, but if you don't believe in Bryce, shit, you might have to move him to try to get back into the first round. Because you don't have that's a possibility. It's a possibility, you know, or or you're going to have to start from scratch. It's a point where you might have to move Brian Burns. If you don't want to move, if you don't want to move Bryce because you want to move him or you want to keep him, then you have to move Brian Burns. 
because that's the biggest asset that you have right now that you can move to move back into the first round to try and draft some some help because Bryce needed. Like he yeah, and they don't have a they don't have a top ten pick because Chicago's got it. So exactly, bro. That's a, that's not just a top. That's a number one. That's what I'm saying. They don't even have a first round pick. Yeah, that's number one. That they don't have anything. So like, so you're gonna have to make some moves, man. So whoever gets that job, I don't expect it to be a known name or anything. Like they're gonna try to go back to college or something or get somebody in there. Like I don't know, but you can't. If you build uh Bill Belichick, he's gonna have that control. He's got the full control to take that job. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's my point. Like the person coming into this job has to have complete and utter control over everything. We're talking uh we're talking GM and head coach. We're talking roster hires, man. So like I want them to like I would like for them to to not go to college, but like you're gonna have to like if you're gonna do it and you choose to do it the college way, you're gonna have to get somebody like Lincoln Riley. There's not many names in that pool if you're gonna go the college route because they're not getting Jim Harbaugh. There's no way he's going to that situation. No way he's rebuilding. No way. No, he wants to go to a situation where he has minimal work to do and he can rock and roll. He's not doing yeah, that. Exactly. So if I'm them, I would go with Lincoln Riley. Um because you're gonna have to create some type of, you know, interest in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um uh, you're gonna have to do something. And nothing makes people excited more than offense. So, you know, Bryce is going to be in a situation where he's just going to be slinging it, dog. And that's just what it is, man. I'm, I hate to say it, but that's the situation he's going to be in. So, next year, I expect him to have like 4,000 passing yards or at least three, just swinging it. Like, at least a couple 400-yard, maybe even 500-yard passing games because that's all they're going to be doing. Like, there's no way you can excite the fans and turn a profit over a season that, one, you don't have a first-round pick in, so everybody's already not excited about it. And then, two, you you got a first-round quarterback. They ain't got no weapons to throw to. You might as well just throw it around. Shoot, man, just go for what you know. Because either way, you they sucking next year. Like they gonna be where they are next year again. Seems like the Cardinals were coming into this year, pretty much. Not yeah. like they're worse than that, but yeah, they worse, bro. Like, dude, I ain't seen a team this bad since since like the Lions. Like nah, when they went over sixteen before they got Baker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that Detroit team was better than that Cleveland team. Yeah, for sure. no doubt. No doubt the team was way better, bro. This that Cleveland team was trash, man. Trash. <laughs> so this is a bad team, man. Like I said, I'll eat my crow because I thought the team was in better shape than what I thought it was. But man. Nah, bro. I tried telling you, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I, For a guy who pays attention to that division, I tried telling you, bro. Man, they, <laughs> that was horrible, man. I was like, damn, they really ain't got nobody. 
And now they ain't got no coach. Jesus, man. Now, I don't think that was the right move. Because I think Frank Reich's a hell of a coach. I just I don't do think it was going to work between him and that owner. He just – like bro, Frank Reich's a, he's a master. Guess what's, that's what's crazy to me. Like, dude, so you hired this coach, and you say, okay, I'm trusting you with the franchise. But then you, only let you, don't him wants to draft. you don't trust his knowledge to draft the right guy? Like, everybody in their right mind knew that C.J. Stroud was probably going to be the right quarterback for what they wanted to do. Anyway. He was under the impression that they were going to draft him. That's what they told him at media day. Yeah. So, like, yeah, man. So, it's like a – it's going to be a tough situation for Bryce, man, because it's – it's almost like RG3 when he got drafted by the Redskins, right? Remember that? Mm. How the yeah, owner kind of ownership wanted him, but the coaching staff wanted uh, Kirk Cousins instead. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why they drafted both of them, you know, which, you know, makes sense. But, you know, the Vince Young thing too, you know, because remember yeah. Vince, the, the ownership wanted Vince Young but the coaching staff wanted Matt Liner. So Oh Jeff Fisher. Yeah. So they wanted they wanted Matt Liner because Matt Liner knew Norm Chow, who was the offensive coordinator at the time. So it's like, hey, it's an easy transition. But ownership, I guess the, the word was that ownership saw the national championship game and was like, I need him. So that's mm-hmm. you know that's how that goes, man. And plus, Vince Young said on the record he didn't want to. He didn't. He came out only because Houston had the number one pick. You know, because he's like, I'm from Houston. I play in Houston, so that's why I came out. You know, because he wanted to go to Houston. But he's like, if I would have known they weren't going to draft me, he's like, I would have came back, <laughs> which would have completely changed everything. I would have changed everything. Everything. If Vision came back, they would have won back-to-back championships, bro. But, I mean, he left at the right time, though. I mean, you wasn't going to get did. any higher he than did. he was at that time. He did. He did. He, he was he, he was he was good, man. He had done everything. He was like he was like Carmelo in, in, in college, bro. Remember when Carmelo went to Syracuse, bro? We talking basketball, if you don't know. But remember when he went to Syracuse and he won, like, everything in his freshman year, National Player of the Year. Freshman of the year, All American, national champion, Final Four MVP, all that shit. Like, it's nothing else you could do in college at that point, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you gonna come back for to do it again? Like, no, dude, get out of here, go pro. You know. <laughs> so that's literally what Vince Young did in college that year. Man, only thing he didn't win was the Heisman, which I, I'm uh, I'm on the 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 about it because Reggie Bush was good man but boy Vince Young was good too man Vince Young I wouldn't have been mad either way if Vince Young would have won I would have been cool with that too because Reggie Bush don't get me wrong Reggie Bush was clowning bro but Texas was undefeated too man and Vince Young had a lot to do with that so hey whatever whatever I think Reggie Bush would have loved the national championship more than he want the Heisman in the first place. That's just my opinion. So I don't know, but he did everything he do. And the last uh, before we get up out of here, the last one I want to talk about is Atlanta man. Uh, that was the job. I was I would say Doug Peterson, 
But that surprised me anyway, so I'm still trying to come to grips on why they fired him in the first place. But as far as uh, Atlanta, uh, that's the one. That's the one that that's the one that surprised me, man. But not surprised me. But that's the that's the job that I think is the most coveted, in my opinion. Out of all the jobs that's out there, that's the one. Because Atlanta's primed, bro. Atlanta's primed, bro. So they are primed for a good run in the NFC South, man. Because when I look at Atlanta, man, out of all the teams in there, the Bucks probably got the most talent right now. I think your team, the Saints, has the best defense right now. Um, and then Carolina's just Carolina. I'm not even counting them. But Atlanta has like Atlanta and the Bucks have the best talent roster for roster right now. And what separates them is quarterback because Baker Mayfield is a proven quarterback, and Desmond Ritter's not really that guy, you know. So over the last two years with Arthur Smith, they start off with Mariota, who he just didn't work out. We'll say that. Uh, and then you got Ritter, who you thought was good, but not really. So, but they have so much talent on that roster right now, which is completely like it's a team that I think under the right toolage and getting a quarterback, man. It's imperative. You know, it's imperative that you get a quarterback in the draft, man. Like, you got to get one. You know, I don't care. I don't know where they picking at in the draft, but they got to get one. You got a lot. It's a great quarterback class this year, man. So, you already know we discussed this already, man, NFL draft. We're going to get into that a little bit more. But as far as quarterbacks, you've got at least 10 good ones this year that could really legit change your whole thing. You know, you start off with Caleb Williams, who I don't think they're going to get. You got Drake May in there, Michael Penix, uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, it's another guy, man. Bo Nix? Huh? Bo Nix? Bo Nix, too. Cam uh, Ward. Cam Ward. Uh, shoot, man. Brady Cook with Mizzou. He's in there. I don't think he's a first-round quarterback. But if I was either, But if, bro, if, man, if everybody's gone at that point, what do you really do? You got. They're probably going to try to trade up, to be honest with you. If I had to take a guess, I think they're going to trade up. Not like top five. They might not trade into the top five, but I definitely see them trying to move up in the draft to get their guy or who they think could be their guy. Yeah, so they need one, man. Um, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not sure, man. Um, not sure, but that's the spot. That's my favorite destination right now. Out of, out of all the openings, that's a good one. Because uh, you got so much, uh, so much uh, talent there, man. Kyle Pitts on offense, uh, Bijan Robinson, uh, even their backup Algier is really good too. 
Yeah, Algiers good. Drake London. Uh, like I said, on defense you got. Uh, I don't remember if they have. If I'm not mistaken, I thought they picked up Jeffrey Okuda as well. Yeah. So about they still they still AJ Terrell. Yeah, that I'm aware of. Yeah, so you got two shutdown corners, man, on defense, dog. Yeah, Jesse Bates is safety. Exactly. Just sign him in free agency. So the talent is there. They just need a quarterback, man. Just and what and what's crazy is they need to use Kyle Pitts. Like, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, like one of the most underused players of the year, man. Like, I don't get it. The guy is faster than most safeties. Uh, he's faster than linebackers. Like whoever comes in, whoever comes in, they'll do it. That was just. I don't think Arthur Smith is a bad coach at all. He just didn't know how to do what he needed to do with the offense and roster he had. Maybe a first start somewhere else will be a better fit for him. But whoever he, comes in will utilize the talent he, offense. I don't know what he coached or if he's an offensive guy or whatever, but he definitely got to do something else. He got to learn how to got to learn how to do something, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what what the the issue was really just quarterback in my opinion. Because like the scheme wasn't terrible, you know, because they had some success, you know? So, it just like they need help at quarterback cuz they have talent. That's the thing. Like the team's not talented. We're not talking about Carolina where you just got to start from zero. Like they have Pieces in place that if you get good, adequate quarterback play, they'll be a really good team, man. That's just mm-hmm. that's just me. That's my spot, man. Um, that I really want to see who goes there because that can change uh, the NFC South in a big way, you know. But if Baker resigns with the Buccaneers, it's in trouble, man. That that division, the Bucks might be good for a little bit. Because you know Mike Evans ain't going nowhere. They still got your boy uh, Godwin. Nah, man, the dude who came from Devin White, big linebacker. They still got yeah. him. So then they got Antoine Winfield Jr. He's really good at corner. So they got some talent in uh, at the Bucks, man. So, uh, but I think the Atlanta's uh, an atomic bomb waiting to happen. Because they got so much on that team. So that's the team to watch, man. Coming in the next season, when we get into our two early uh, teams to watch next year, that's my one. That's the team to watch, man. So, but like I said, man, um, like I said, man, that's pretty much it, man. We got into uh, our, I guess you call it our college football uh, season recap. Um, uh-oh. Man, we almost done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bro, if you can see his little bitty foot trying to get in here. <laughs> his little bitty foot, he's trying to stick it in between the door. Because <laughs> I, got, I got the chair on the door. Oh. So I can't get in. <laughs> But anyway, man, uh, pretty good show, man. I like what we talked about, man. Uh, like I said, we always try to get better. Uh, 
We're going to get into uh, this playoffs, man. Uh, obviously, we're going to do this on our uh, next episodes, man. Uh, and we'll keep our ears to the ground as far as uh, college football is concerned. Uh, maybe recruiting, things like that. But it's kind of over with recruiting. Uh, we got the next signing period, like in February. But everybody's kind of early signings now. They don't really wait until February, for real. So, uh, But we'll see, man. We, we're not going to give up on the college football content, man, because there's always some stuff to talk about, especially um, with the playoffs uh, expanding next year. We still don't know how that format is going to work. Uh, so we can get into that too once the news breaks on that. But uh, but yeah, man. So before we get up out of here, man, anything you gotta say? Yeah, man, it was a really fun time, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know it was a bit long winded. It's probably gonna probably be closer to the two hour mark. But there was a lot of stuff to cover, and sometimes it's really good to be patient, just listen through everything because there's a lot of cool stuff in there, a lot of cool opinions, personalities, stuff like that. But uh, don't forget. If you're not subscribed, I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification. You still don't miss anything. Like he always says, we have college content. We have pro content. The shorts are probably the best thing we've got going right now. Really, really fun. Uh, we've got plenty of other things. The What If series is really popular as well. Preseason predictions, you guys can call us out and see if maybe we probably fell short on quite a few of those. Probably so. Uh, but, man, we're really thankful. We're approaching almost 17,000 subscribers, so we're doing really good. But, man, we would just appreciate just to continue giving us feedback, continue to like in the videos. It really helps a lot, especially with getting in the algorithm and things like that. But, man, like you said before, we're on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, stuff like that. Check us out while you're on the go. We have the Shopify store. Get you a hoodie. Tweet us out on Twitter. Use our handle, whatever. Like, we're trying to get out there. We're trying to reach more people. We'd really appreciate it, man. Thank you guys so much, and y'all have a great day. Hey, man, couldn't have said it better myself. That damn Carolina Panthers. Damn Carolina <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> I'm Cam. That's Brandon. This is the Football Frame of Mind Podcast. Signing off.